podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Tell me that you love me, do anything to me I know that you can, I'm a glutton for punishment Sucker when you banish me and now you're gone Take what you can They use me, even though they're underfoot They break me I guess I'm too good, that's why I must explain That I'm not finished yet, I'm just a glutton for punishment Yeah, punish me with lies, make me break all my ties But I love you anyway Punish me with lies, punish me with your lies Talk about me behind the walls I see you laughing When I take my fall Now I must explain That I'm not finished yet I'm just a glutton for punishment Yeah, punish me with lies Make me break all my ties But I love you anyway Punish me with lies Punish me with your lies Yeah Tell me that you love me, do anything to me Because I know that you can I'm a glutton for punishment Sucker when you banish me And now you're gone Take what you can Take what you can Take what you can Take what you can Local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. It's the flight in the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Anybody else have any interesting stories they want to tell? Hey, this is John Lane from the thriving tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to
Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into the Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer, right here on PARockShow.com, MegaRockRadio.net, 107.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri, AltRockRadio.ca, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, RudaRooRadio.com, on the beaches of San Diego, um, <laughs> xrpradio.co.uk in Birmingham, United Kingdom, and right here in the thriving metropolis of Pen- Leechburg, Pennsylvania, com. My name is Bill. This is episode number 585. With me tonight are Kevin, Dave, and John from Nine Sundays. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, how are you? Good. That that hesitation there made me go. Oh no, my mic's not no, working again. We want to talk <laughs> over each other. I can tell we're being we're being very polite. <laughs> Usually we would all talk at the same time. So yeah, nice to be here. Nice to be here. So I'm gonna do what I normally do and start off with some cliche type questions you normally hear on a radio show, and then we'll get to the stuff that I really usually ask. Um, so we'll start off first with where did the name Nine Sundays come from? Yeah, John, you can take that one. That's your yeah. that's your uh, thing for you. So, um, yeah, that that came from us only being able to practice on Sundays at nine o'clock. A.M. 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 Yeah. So we went from and, co- we went from coffee to uh, <laughs> waking up to coffee at practice. Oh yeah, I, it I was good. I mean that worked. It worked. And actually, well. it was it was John's wife that came up with the idea. If I if I'm if I'm correct, we were kicking around ideas, and and she brought it up, and we were like, huh, that was good. Yep. So I have in my local music folder, um, beautiful day, and get me a beer. <laughs> Which means I have interacted with somebody at some point. <laughs> Yeah, that'd have probably been me. <laughs> yeah, I sent um, those. I sent those a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. And uh, when I got the the message, the, I think it was an email this time, which I don't usually get emails, and I was like, "Yeah, definitely, we can do this." Um, you guys missed out on the live from my living room stuff, but you get the the new work with the camera thing that. I just started when the pandemic happened. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been cool. That would have been real cool. You get and, that um, back up. You get back. Your your album. I I'm gonna say recently, but I I saw the date was 2020. When when did it get released? The new one. August of this year, actually. Okay. Yeah. The the, the, the tags tags said 2020. I'll fix them before I before I do anything with them. Yeah. We started on it. Um, Last summer, I believe. We're actually probably a little earlier than that. And we finally got it CD in hand and everything up on uh, all the streaming in August, I believe, right? Yep. I believe we tried to release it one month prior to our CD release. So we had it out on um, uh, 9-2. So that was the day we decided to give everybody a little time to listen to it before our show. So. Now the the album is entitled Face Down and and I I can think of many reasons that 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 might be a title but I'm I'm gonna let you guys tell me where that came from. Uh, 
<clears throat> Kevin, you could you can talk about that one. So yeah, so we were kind of kicking around ideas for for a title, and uh, we had about you know, sixty we, names, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, and so the opening line to the song "Martyr" is "Face Down in the Gutter Again," and uh, we, we're on a Zoom call, and John throws out, "Well, why don't we just call it Face Down?" <laughs> we all thought that was a great idea, um, you know. Which, of course, "Face Down" is the whole line face down in the gutter again is just bad decisions have kind of put us where we are, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of the, the, the message behind the song. So uh, it really is fitting to kind of carry that over to the record. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed a hundred percent. And we had, we had the decision process. Uh, we had so many titles because we were going through COVID and all the lockdown and we're in zoom calls and, and we had all these titles and we were like, you know what? This is something we don't want to have to, every time we see the CDs, think of that. So let's maybe not not focus on that again. So we wiped out about 90% of the titles right there. So, so that, that kind of leads me to a question that I ask quite a bit. Um, so let's say, and it's not a stretch, let's say there's an apocalyptic event. <laughs> You've heard that one, right? I asked yeah. it last week, yeah. There's an apocalyptic event. And um, only a handful of people survive, and those people have to repopulate the earth. But along with whatever happened, only one song from every band survives. Which Nine Sundays song would would survive and help repopulate the earth? Gosh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, we got and, you know really my. Yeah, my, my only reference is the new record because everything else was kind of written before I joined. So I don't know that I'm qualified to answer. And it's got to be off oh, the new record. That's an easy out, isn't it? Easy out. <laughs> like I could say Beautiful Day, but that wouldn't really fit too well if we just in the apocalypse, you know. That, you know, that was our, on our last album. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, same to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got we yeah, got maybe. a lot. Shame to me, let the cold out. We we got a lot of stuff from old albums that we can carry forward to the new albums. Yeah, it's kind of cool too because with the new lineup we have, we play songs from 2010, our first album, which was John and I and different members. We play with the new guys, and it's almost as if to me I forget that these songs were written then. To me, it's like they're part of the new lineup. That's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like a, it's a perfect lineup. I mean, mm -hmm. we have what we need right now to move forward, so perfect. Yeah, it's kind of cool playing the old stuff and not not looking back and saying, ah, those are our old songs with different people. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna visit those times. We didn't, you know, that's not how we were. Um, no, not at all. I think we've gone through them and, you know, used everybody's vote, all the songs they like from the old stuff. And yeah, so yeah, definitely something like Same to Me or, uh, or something like that. A good, good choice. Um, so how did, how did the new lineup come, come together? John? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to think of that story too. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, there's a, that, that's really hard to talk about. Um, we had a problem with the base player. We replaced them. And then fine, yeah. we, final pass. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, we needed a singer and Kevin fit the bill perfectly. Um, I mean, perfectly. And then we needed, I felt, and this was pro- probably more of my call. I wanted a second guitar player. So we went out and got robbed. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And it was funny when we were auditioning bass players, um, you know, Justin, our current bass player, he's auditioning and I hear my phone. You know, I'm, I'm sitting in my drum kit. I hear my phone go off. So I reach over. I'm like, who the hell is texting me? And it's the other guys in the room. Um, and they're like, get him. We got to get him now. Don't, you know, let's not let him walk out the door because, you know, we're afraid he's going to find another band or whatever. So it was, it was pretty comical. Everybody just started chuckling. And he had no idea what we were laughing about. So. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and I think, hold on, Kev. We made Kevin. We made Kevin come in twice to audition. So yeah. So I remember I put an ad on Craigslist because I was looking for a band, and I remember uh, getting an email from Justin, who's the bass player, and uh, just asking me to come out and audition. Uh, like, all right, cool, I'll take it out. And then I came out, and I had just gotten over being sick, but my voice wasn't the best. So I was kind of fighting through a through a, the head cold and. You know, all that kind of stuff. This was 2000, what, 2018? Something like that? 19? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they're like, yeah, you know, we like the grid a little bit. And then, uh, what I said, I wish I could control. And I think that's where I, I kind of fouled myself up because they wanted me to come back for a second audition after that. But, uh, it was. No, no, was, no. We had you back because you seemed angry. <laughs> remember we had I was, he had an audition and I didn't we didn't realize he was sick and he was kind of upset and we were like well, let's get this guy back but he seemed a little angry let's see what's going on with that and we brought him back in he's like no I was sick and we're like okay good yeah but then but then we introduced him to the beer refrigerator we didn't show him that right off we waited a couple times yeah. then so we said hey that, that amp behind you that's an amp behind you it's really not open it up and it was you know a it was a refrigerator, so <laughs> you have to keep that yeah. hidden. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Let, let's go. Let's go off off the the rails again. Um. If you could sit down with any musician in the history of the world and carry on a conversation with them, who would you want to sit with? And and here's the caveat. You are only allowed to ask one question to get the conversation oh, started. So, what do you, who and what question are you going to ask? I'll start with that one. Um, I would sit down with Ace Fraley and I would ask him what scales and why <laughs> when you played those songs way back when with Kiss. Nice. Perfect. I, I was just watching him being live streamed last night. It was awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, he um he's a little rough right now, but back in the day, 
Yeah. So, uh, so for me, it probably would be Randy Rhodes. I mean, I started, I started playing guitar because of him, uh, and he was gone far too soon. Uh, I think I was 15. He died at what 82, something like that. So I was 10 when he died. I would just ask him, like, man, give me the keys, or how do you te- teach me the way? <laughs> <laughs> something yeah, like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, yep. He was ahead of his time and made me want to pick up a guitar and you know that's how I got started being in music it was it was my, my first band I was a guitar player and you know I've, I've played guitar played bass and now I'm singing so um by by you know by far he's the one musician that stands out in my mind is the best ever well I'll add to that um um yeah I know somebody making a Randy Rhodes replica guitar right now, building it from scratch. So good deal. Good stuff. Well, my first thought would awesome. be my, my, uh, I guess middle and high school, um, drummer that I like most would be Neil Peart, but sitting down to speak to him might, might not be good just because I think he's too intellectual for me. <laughs> I don't think he would want to talk shop. I have a feeling he would be, you know, discussing some a book he just read. So I figured that would be a waste of conversation. So um, I would actually go back, and I'm still looking forward to doing this, is, is uh, to meet and talk to Peter Chris, just because um, he's the reason I, you know, I started playing the drums. I, mean, I used to have my bed set up with pillows, you know, and played a live one, uh, like many people have. So and I think I would just ask him, like, not, not, I don't think I'd ask him anything about drumming. I just almost like tell me, you know, the experience. I mean, that was why I got into music. You know, of course, so many people saw the flames and explosions and the makeup, and that was just it. From that point on, I was, I was sold. And that's still, still why I do it today. They know where we practice. I have this, uh, you know, frame picture of uh, Peter Chris from, I think it's like live one right on the wall, huge. So. Yeah. Was he the greatest drummer in the world? I, I don't think so, but it didn't matter. Um, I, I've seen a lot of drummers who are, you know, technically the greatest, but they don't, it doesn't like click with me as much. Something about of, Kiss, man. I mean, not, none of them sang Beth. Well, yeah. That's true. But yeah, that's, uh, that's what clicked with me. You know, I saw that and that was it. I was sold. For the record, yeah, we, we, yeah, our, we have a heavy woman. His influence. So, my my wife likes the Eric Singer version of Beth better than the Peter Chris one. Yeah, wow. Um, I I I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you gotta have the voice cracking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly like messing up the words and you know <laughs> not paying attention and everything else. So, and Peter Chris never played the piano. He just came out and sat on a stool. And uh, you know, I remember reading, how could we pull this off? This was the era of if you didn't play live on stage, people would throw stuff at you. They'd come out and hit a button, and a symphony would play with piano and orchestra, and no one cares. And I'm like, wow, they pulled that off somehow. Let's say that Nine Sundays goes out on a tour, and for some reason I tag along. And in between, in between shows... What is the soundtrack going to be while we're traveling? Oh, that could be ugly. 
if we're all in the same vehicle, yeah, I don't know how we're going to handle that one. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to pull off the family vacation rules. Like each person gets to pick the, the next one, you know? <laughs> yeah, I imagine there'd be a lot of yeah. that. guitar driven metal. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, a lot of yeah. like, you know, head and, uh, Stuff like that mixed in with red some hot chili peppers, matchbox red hot chili pepper, pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe throw some ACDC in. If right? I'm <laughs> I have to be careful driving of with course. ACDC. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I, I, I tend to go a little fast when they come on, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have we have uh, you know similar likes, but then when we come down to it, there's some ones we're always like, oh no, no, and so yeah. I mean, well, we're we're a heavy rock band. I mean, our influences are metal, Metallica, yeah. and bands like that, and so. What I think, yeah, yeah. What's cool is I've listened to and liked, oh my goodness, everything from you know through classic rock like Alton John when I was little, you know, Kiss of course, but I mean, you know, I had a big family, so I mean, I listened to so many different types of music. You know, Southern rock there was a period for that, and then in the Rush. So just like everybody else, you take all that and put it together, and it, I think it makes you better, better, uh, you know, well-rounded. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a that's a good way think, of putting it. I think perfect. I think we've got a, a baseline that we, we agree more on things and there's a few things that you know we we will never agree on, right? I mean there's there's certain bands that I like that no one else will ever like and there's certain bands <laughs> that other people like that we'll just never get there. I mean it's just it is what it is. <laughs> All right, so let's let's um Let's transition a little bit here. So the, the new album, um, we're going to feature a song off of it called Martyr. Um, you can, this is your MTV moment. And I know you guys, sometimes I say that and a band looks at me like, what are you talking about? This is where you get to tell me a story about your song. All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there wasn't anything specific behind the inspiration of Martyr, just kind of self-reflective that I've not always lived my life making the best choices. And, uh, you, you know, somehow I've ended up with, with, a, with an awesome family and, uh, uh, got I'm in a great place with, with my relationship and, and my family and all that stuff. But, you know, martyr was kind of written out of a place of, you know, it's more of, more of self-reflective. Um, you know, I know I make bad choices. It kind of like with, Reflecting on yourself, saying, "Don't blame me for your own bad choices." That makes sense. I know it sounds a little heavy, but uh, it, it's kind of written more about me than anybody else, as far as like, the relationship goes. Uh, I don't want to be my own martyr, right? I, I, I want to blame somebody else. Don't blame me, because I've 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 kind of lived my life, got us where we are, right? Um, and it's just about the choices we make and. You know, we, they don't always feel right when we make them, but they they get us to the to the end of the road. And 
uh, and then here we are. Um, so yeah, and it just was was a fun song to write. It was it was uh, evolved pretty quickly. I think I don't think it took us a ton of time to to write it and get the the original concepts down. I uh, really liked how it evolved with the, the dueling guitars at the end and um, the, the heavy lead going out. Um, really, really proud of it, honestly. Yeah, I remember walking, I was walking behind my house one Saturday, doing yard work or whatever, and I said, you know, it'd be cool if we just took that song, we got a new singer, and we just blasted in first track on the album with vocals. I said, who's done that? And I, I said, that, that's, you know, you never hear that. So I brought it to everybody. I said, what do you guys think if we just come in? Because we had an intro that was similar to the verse, you know, it was normal. I said, let's just, let's just blast in with vocals, see what it sounds like. And that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. Agreed. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to that song, Martyr, by Nine Sundays. I'm also going to throw on a track by Gonto. It's called Dark Memories off the Warrior Soul album. And uh, we will be right back with Nine Sundays. Face down in the gutter again.
Likes of broken dreams and sadness Victims of the coat I'm wearing Only love there is no caring These things keep haunting my brain Find life from crazy and insane My soul cries rivers like rain Dark memories Hey, that was Gonto and his song Dark Memories. 
And right before that, you heard Nine Sundays Martyr. Um, those gentlemen, well, three of those gentlemen happened to be hanging out with me. Um, and if you are just tuning in, that is Kevin, Dave, and John. Um, and it, you can find them at ninesundays.com. That's the number nine, sundays.com. And uh, we'll let them talk a little bit more about where else you can find things later. But I'm going to ask them a couple more off-the-wall questions. Um, this one gets mixed reviews. It's a newer question that I ask on the show. Um, please don't read into it literally because a lot of people do, and then they won't answer it. <laughs> um, so Robert Johnston in the lore of the blues um, went away for a year after not being a good guitarist. He came back. All of a sudden he's this great guitarist. And the rumor was that he met the devil at the crossroads and sold his soul to be able to play guitar. So let's say you're standing at those crossroads and you need something musically. What are you going to sell your soul for to be able to do for your band? And no, I don't mean actually sell it to the devil, but what, what, what's that one thing that you, you want to be able to add for my end, just writing lyrics. I can write licks all day, but I can't write lyrics. So that's what I would like to add. I would want to, I guess, uh, I was almost going to say, my wish would be for the devil to be to be famous in a rock band, you know, forever. Not just a one-hit wonder, but that's not really what I add to the band. I guess I would have to say to be able to write those songs that would make you famous, but to write the hits. Yeah, but then you got the like the rock star movie, and then I end up in a gutter, and you know. But anyway, <laughs> it would be a fun trip. It'd be a fun ride while you could. Yeah, we joked about this in the studio. It would, for me, it'd be to write a song where you can bring in that gigantic gong behind the drums, and <laughs> <laughs> we looked, we looked for it. <laughs> we looked for the gong no, ending. Yeah, the same kind of thing, man. It'd just be, uh, you know, some, it'd be, hey, give us, give me that magical touch to write that, that hit and those continual hits. And, uh, you know, it's a grind to, to continue to write songs. And, uh, sometimes you get in your own head and you, you can be your, your own worst enemy. But if you had that magic gift, it seems like a lot of people have, um, that'd be awesome. This, this next question has kind of like become the, the official question of the Pennsylvania rock show. Um, I have, I decided a while ago that I was going to target Dave Grohl and try and get him onto one of my podcasts. And um, it's not working by the way. Um, but I'm going to keep asking the question and someday someone's going to know him and say, Hey, I heard this question. You should go talk to this guy. So the Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl are known for bringing people up on stage that, you know, they're down in the crowd holding the sign up. I want to come play with you or whatever. So my question is, who is your Dave Grohl? So who would you want to go up on stage with and play one of their songs? Hmm. Well, if I had to pick one, it obviously would be Kiss. Uh, my backup would be, i seen Green Day do it, and I think it looks like a lot of fun with them. So I guess that'd be my thought too. Rush, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself and make a mistake, and I don't think they would ever invite anyone on stage. So <laughs> that's my team. 
Yeah. I'll be basic. I would love to run around with Angus Young. Just get it done and and play the blues. Yeah. And I guess if I had to, to stand in for somebody vocally, it probably would be like, I don't know, like Ozzy, somebody like that. But before he started tuning way down, because he's, he's getting older, he can't hit the notes he used to. Uh, you know, more of that, you know, range he had back in the 80s, 90s, right? But, uh, you know, that'd be pretty cool. And then if, yeah, if, you had the if playing guitar, that'd be even better, right? That'd be, <laughs> that'd be like perfect fit. You had the Aussie effect on your voice there in, in the couple first uh, mixes of, uh, of Martyr. You, we backed Correct. that off a little bit, but he sounded just like him. It was pretty cool. Yep. Um, I think I think I'm going to throw the Diesel Beast question at you. See, some of these questions have names. That's how often they've been asked. Um, Diesel Beast is a band out of Denton, Texas. They're the first band I asked this question to, and it's going to be hard to top their answer. I'll, I'll tell you their answer when we get off the air. But the question was, if you could play with any band in any location on the earth, it doesn't even have to be like a normal venue. Um, you know, like Kiss played played in the ocean to the sharks. Um, Metallica played in Antarctica. I mean, it could be anywhere. So, what band would you want to play with, and where would you play with them? Ooh, can I go first? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would actually like to play with us nine Sundays, and I'd like to play at the arena. I still call it the arena, but you know, that's. Uh, that's always been my, you know, laying in bed dream. Pop that yeah, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. That's hard to follow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Playing our own song. I agree. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that'd be cool. To be out there jamming in that environment, absolutely. Uh, wow, that's a tough one, man. Um, immediately, the first thing I thought of when you said that was like Pantera playing somewhere crazy with Pantera, like in the middle of a, I don't know, like a like a ship <laughs> somewhere. I don't know, <laughs> just like a, it's not sinking like, or anything, you know, <laughs> like a mosh pit on on the ocean, and, you know, something like that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question, by the way. They they um they all come from somewhere. Like I'm not I'll tell you some of that off the air before. <laughs> I've told those stories a couple times. So what was their answer? Okay, so their answer was they wanted to play with Dio at Stonehenge. Oh nice. That's and, and of course, I replied, "Well, maybe that's why Stonehenge is there, so that we can bring Dio back, so you can play with them." <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good show. Um, let me give you one more of those type of questions. Let me think. Um, ha, I'm putting you all on the spot. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh wait! <laughs> uh -oh. So 
I want to know about an embarrassing moment that happened on stage, but I don't want you to tell me about something that happened to you. I want you to tell me about something that somebody else in the band did that embarrassed you. <laughs> See, I told you, wait. <laughs> I, I know one of that I have, and maybe John can remember it, and it would be a great one because it was horrible. Go ahead, I man. I, now I can't bring it up because it was about me. <laughs> No, I don't remember because I never really had any. I don't remember anything really embarrassing. I can't think of anything John has done that's been crazy embarrassing. Oh, wait, we have an old bass player. Okay, there's one right in the middle of our show. We're playing at the uh, amphitheater at Station Square. And we're up on this huge, biggest stage we've ever played. And I hear someone in the crowd yelling, put your shirt on. And I'm like, what is going on? And this guy was, you know, he was was hilarious. I look over to my right, and it was, you know, 95 degrees out. It was most, this take, he took his shirt off completely, and he's playing, and people were yelling at him to put it back on. So (laughs) to him, it was not embarrassing. But to us, we were always like, oh, come on, man. So he was always good for that. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Good call. No man, I at this point I have no complaints whatsoever. I can give you one so, of something I guess of me. We were at the hard rock and I forgot how the song went when we started it. So yeah, he started yeah. John started his guitar part and it was time for me to come in and I went this was so long ago. We were at the hard rock and my mind went blank and I just just sat there and then vocalist came in and then I was back on track but that was that was my worst, you know, blank out moment. That was embarrassing. I asked that question of a band once, and every member told me a story about the drummer, and it was a different story. Oh, man. <laughs> and he was in the interview. <laughs> yeah. So, Ke- Kevin, what's yours? It's probably, probably not so, with us. I, you know, I don't really have any embarrassing stories about anybody we try to be pretty prepared so i think i think we we kind of go in with a with a good headspace but um i've embarrassed myself multiple times um <laughs> you know there's there's most recently we, we first time we played in since the pandemic we played at this outdoor gig and i have a wireless mic that i don't, have, don't use very often and you know rookie mistake i put some batteries in it that were dead and it was popping <laughs> the the uh the pa and i couldn't figure out why why it was popping because i you know just put in batteries right but uh come to find out i figured it out it was dead batteries it's <laughs> pretty simple but um and then there was a gig where, yeah. where uh we opened with a we started doing breed by nirvana and we opened with that song and I totally like screwed up the first, the whole first like half of the song. What I don't know if it was nerves or what, but and we opened with it, so it was just like a train wreck for the first two or three songs, <laughs> and then we kind of got it back on track. But um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really. I'm kind of focused more on staying in my own lane and making sure that I'm doing what what I'm supposed to be doing to 
really catch what anybody else is doing, but, and we all try to maintain pretty well. So we don't really have these, these major things, but you know, I remember some, some other bands when I had a little too much to drink and <laughs> fell down on the stage. I was a bass player. No. I was young then. Some of the bad decisions I've made in my life. I had, I was dating two girls at the same time and they were both there at that show. So oh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. The singer, oh, good, good. It led to, to a lot of, uh, you know, drinking that night. But anyway. <laughs> we used to have a former singer that would turn around to me right before the song or as the song started and ask me what the first word of the lyric of the song was. He'd go, what's the first words? What's the first words? And I'd be like, are you kidding me? He would do it all the time. Not Kevin, but this other singer. And then, of course, it could be, you know, any song. And I would go like, I don't remember. Because someone's asking you at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, are you kidding me? And then afterwards, we'd laugh at the time. I was like, don't do that to me. Are you crazy? So. <laughs> I find myself doing that in the classroom right now. I <clears throat> don't know the kids' names yet. So I'll call on one that I know and go, now tell me what their name is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, what? Where, where can the listeners find your music? How can they find Nine Sundays online? Yep. Yeah, um, so we're available on all uh, major streaming sites, Amazon, uh, Apple Music, uh, I'm gonna. I'm sure I'm gonna forget some. Yeah, Spotify, uh, pretty much everything. I mean, there's what like I know how many that we we're on. It's just endless. So, yeah, yeah. They, they can also follow us on our uh, social media sites. Uh, we're on Facebook, Nine Sundays, Number Nine Sundays, uh, at on Twitter at at uh, Nine Sundays, and then same thing on Instagram. And uh, what do you guys have coming up next? So October 2nd, we have our uh, CD release party at the Hard Rock Cafe uh, on uh, in Station Square right here in Pittsburgh. Tickets are five bucks and super excited. Ready to rock and roll. Cool. Um, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me for a little bit tonight. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. All right. For those yeah, of you that yeah. are, those of you hanging out with us, um, we're going to play some more of the best unsigned. There, let me try that again. We're going to play some of the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Um, when you hear Mr. John, the American Hill Jack Lane, come on and tell you how to subscribe and leave reviews, you'll know that we are at the end of the show. That does not, however, mean that you should leave the station you're tuned into. All those stations are supporting the local music that we play here on the Pennsylvania Rock Show. So hang out there and show them a little bit of support as well. Um, you can find us on every Friday for new episodes of the PA Rock Show. Our um, three questions in a song is the first and 15th of each month. And once a month, we are live on xrpradio.co.uk, which happens to be this Saturday. If you're not doing anything at 3 p.m., you can tune in and uh Listen to our friendly fire where Jonna from First Angel Media and I go. We take music from the uh, tri-state area here, and we put it up against the European playlist that XRP Radio has. 
and everybody in the chat room discusses the songs and we usually lose because the Americans aren't there voting. <laughs> it's all Europeans in the chat room. And I blame it on the fact that they're keeping the scoreboard so that it's impossible for us to win. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But That's it's a lot of fun. Um, you get to hear music that you would not normally hear from, from the United Kingdom and, and Europe as a whole. Um, anytime we play metal, they, they bring in the Swedish metal up against us. <laughs> but um, so, you know, you find all that by going to buildthescene.com. Make sure you check out nine Sundays at nine Sundays.com. That's the number nine Sundays.com. And uh, we will catch you next week. <laughs>
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.